Uh, amen. Um, we are going to, uh, before we get started, I just want to let everybody know that we're going to be studying from Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 16 to 26. I'm sure you've heard of Jumpin' Jehoshaphat. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Does anybody have anything they want to, uh, Judy, you got anything you want to read or sing or Lexi or anybody? I have a praise report. Good. Okay. Um, the the man that lives across the street, he his daughter and her boyfriend were living with him. And I had gone over and I was talking to them and I was telling them about, you know, what God says about the institution of marriage and how the wedding bed should be undefiled. And uh, the girl gave her gave her heart to Jesus, totally gave her heart to Jesus, and said the sinner's prayer with me, and she's been going to church, she's been coming over here and doing Bible studies. And oh, Liberty ah! Weekend, they went and they got married. Oh, that's beautiful! <laughs> yes, yes, and he has now given his his heart and soul to the Lord. Oh, as, my uh, as goodness! Of yesterday. So... And his their, grandma, their grandma has long time ago gave her heart to the Lord with, you know, I was over there doing Bible study with her. Mm. That's beautiful, Judy. Jewels in your crown. Amen. And more people to more people to hold hands with and smile with whenever we get to the heavenly kingdom. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Lord Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Anybody, Lex, anybody, anything? I'll sing a song. Okay. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind, because victory today is mine. Amen. <laughs> joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind in Jesus' name. Joy today is mine. Peace is mine. Peace is mine. Yeah. Peace today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind in Jesus' name. Peace today is mine. Amen. Yeah, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. So if there be no further things to say, sing or do, praise the Lord. You know, uh, when we, uh, in fact, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that's part of what we're studying tonight. When you praise the Lord singing, I think that's part of, yeah, uh, when you praise the Lord, Second Chronicles 20, um, and we're, uh, 16 to 26 speaks of this. When you praise the Lord and when you sing, singing is an important part of keeping your joy. God made, he told us to praise him, to praise, sing praise. And it, he didn't say you had to sing pretty. He didn't say he had to be operatic, you know, but singing, singing kills the enemy. Singing, singing gets rid of the enemies. And, in fact, um, let, let's start this. Uh, I'll start out by saying that Jehoshaphat was being invaded by the Moabites. Uh, well, there's, there's a couple 
had folks back in the day. Um, Moabites and Ammonites came against Jerusalem to battle, um, starting with verse 1. Um, then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea, and on this side of Syria, and behold, they be the Hazazan Tamar, which is and which we've heard of in the news so many times called Engedi, E-N-G-E-D-I. Okay, and Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord. This man was seeking the Lord. Uh, he brought all the people together. Verse 5, it says he brought the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the court, uh, which we still do today in, in certain churches, different churches. That's why we go to church, and uh, which I wish more people would do, and said, and then, in other words, he starts speaking to God and asking God, what should we do? Evil, verse 9, uh, evil comes upon us as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine. And uh, they're asking God what to do here. And, uh, and verse, uh, verse uh, 11, Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. This reminds me of... Um, Iran. I wrote Iraq here. No. It's supposed to be Iran. This reminds me of Iran today. What is Ahmadinejad? Is that how you say his name? What is he saying? He wants to he wants to wipe Israel off the map. He's kind of out of it. Um, he wants to wipe Israel off the map. Um, does he realize who he is coming up against? You cannot pick on the little guy. God fights their battles, and you might get hurt. And people were always coming up against Jerusalem, and this is what's happening here. The Ammonites and the Moabites were going to come up against Jerusalem. Everybody wants to just wipe Jerusalem off the map. Everybody wants to get rid of Jews, and nobody likes them, and this and that. And, and, and they always end up getting embarrassed, you know, running back, with the, back home with their tails between their legs. And so they're talking to God, and I would like to start with uh, verse 16. I'll read three. We'll do three, three, and three. Uh, three me, three Judy, and then three Lexi, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, tomorrow, go ye down against them. No, wait. You know what? No, no. In fact, I want to start. I'll read 15, 16, and 17. And he said, the Lord came in the midst of them. In verse 14, you can see where it says, the spirit of the Lord came in the midst of the congregation. See? Oh, the whole congregation was together praising the Lord and everything, talking to him. And in verse 15 says, and he said, hearken ye, all Judah. In other words, he said, listen, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He said, listen, everybody, listen up. And thou king Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. How many times have we heard that uh, song, the, the song, the battle is not yours, and, and uh, we hear Yolanda Adams sing it, and we hear Joyce Myers saying that the battle's not yours, it's God's battle. We, we try to fight the battles too much. In verse 16, he said, Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. And 17 says, Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And I like that because God showed up just in time. See, they were talking to they were they all got together. Corporate prayer. See, corporate prayer is very important. 
they all got together and they prayed and they were all inquiring of the Lord as to what to do. Um, when, when things happen to you, the last thing a person says, they try to act like they don't believe in God, but whenever the engine of the airplane gives out, what's the, first, what's the last thing? First thing they say, oh, my God. All of a sudden, you know, you don't believe in God, but you're going to say, oh, my God, because you know that plane is going down. We, sooner or later, we all come back to the maker. <laughs> so they're coming back to the maker, asking them what to do. He shows up in the midst of the congregation. He tells them, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I, I see what's happening to you. I can tell you exactly how to take care of it. This is what God tells us today. I see what's happening. You can't see what the enemy is doing, but I can see it. This is what God's saying. He, look, he even tells them. He says, in verse 16, he said, uh, they come up by the cliff of Z's. Come on. If he wasn't God, if God wasn't God, how would he know if he wasn't om, uh, omniscient? How would he know that they was going to come up by the cliff of Z's? See, he told them where their enemy, which way their enemy was going to come. And this is, if we stay fine-tuned into the Spirit of God and we pray and talk to him the way that we should, amen, God will show you which way your enemy is going to come, how they're coming, you know, what they're bringing with them. The Bible mm-hmm. says that, God shows his prophets what happens before it happens. Before he does anything, he shows his prophets first. And the Bible tells us that we are priests and, and kings, royalty in, in the kingdom, in the body of Christ. Amen. So if you listen to him, you don't have to be a bishop. You don't have to be a priest. You don't have to have the credentials. You listen to God, and in your heart he will tell you how to handle it. So... Fear not. He keeps telling us, don't be dismayed. In other words, don't be upset. Don't be um, amazed. For And the Lord says, because I will be with you. He said, the battle is not yours. It's mine. So in other words, God's letting them know that it happens spiritually before it happens in the physical. Amen. Anybody want to say anything to that? You said spiritually and then physical? It, whatever happens, happens in the spiritual first before it happens physically. Okay. And, and you see all throughout the Bible where the angels of God are constantly fighting princes, like the prince of Persia, princes and, and, uh, and, uh, of every area. What was that word um, you used? Let's see, the um, principalities. Uh, principalities. Yeah, the principalities. Yeah, battle. That's right. By the time we get the battle, it's already won. Exactly. By the time we get, by the time it gets to us, it's already won. So that, that's why God says, "Do not fear. Fear not. Fear. How many fear nots are in the Bible? There's some people that know how many. I'm not that smart. I don't know, but the fear nots in the Bible a lot, a lot of times. And and God tells you it's a, a necessary fear. Isn't that what we studied in our last Bible study lesson? Unnecessary fear. You know, we read about this principalities over every city, every county, every nation, over every, every, uh, every, uh, we call, uh, uh, reigns of people, different types of people. There are principalities over the entire, um, world. And they are constantly battling. Ask Daniel. Took him 21 days to get his answer. You know, everybody starting, Christians all over the world are starting to use that as an example because they're catching on to that. They're like, oh, that's right. You know, so they're constantly fighting. It, whatever happens to you, if your family falls out with you, 
if uh, your your marriage is starting to deteriorate, some you're beginning to see things, or or your finances, or something, you can best believe it's happening. It happened in the in the spiritual before it came down to you. Think of Job. What happened to Job? How did it happen? How how did all that stuff? How did it start out with Job? Anybody want to answer that one? Remember? Yeah. It happened in the spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. Satan, Satan. This is you know all all of all of God's angels. They're, it's like an army. Uh, I, I prefer to say Marines if you don't mind. <laughs> they they all line up in front of God. They line up in front of God to get their uh, marching papers, to get their orders for the day or whatever whatever era time it is up in in heaven. And God tells him what to do. And Satan has to show up because he was created with them. He is an angel. He's a fallen angel, but he has to show up as well. He just ain't out there on his own, not doing nothing. And and so he shows up because he has to. And and then he begins to fight Job in the spirit first. He tells God, you know. He's, 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 he's a, and what does the Bible say? Is it John four twenty four? If I'm correct, God is the Spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in Spirit and in truth. So, mm-hmm. I am I correct about the Spirit thing? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. So it happens in the Spirit, and then God says, "Hast thou considered my servant Job?" See, and then after it happens in the Spirit, then it comes down into the natural, and Job is like, "Whoa." What is going on here? See? So, yeah. Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, you said I was. Okay. Verse 18. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of, and the, Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korhites stood up to praise and praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth to the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall ye prosper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what is starting from eighteen? What is what do you think about that? Uh, can you break it down a little bit for us? Well, Jehoshaphat, he was he was bowing down to the Lord and he was giving praise to the Lord, and then he he um, along with the Levites and all the other uh, groups, all the other ites, they they all <laughs> praised the Lord also. I've been hanging around with you too much, Rev. Effie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and um, at the end, he tells them that they should listen to him and and they should believe in God and they shall be established and believe and they shall prosper. That's excellent. What did you notice in verse 19? I didn't even know it was in verse 19. I knew it was in a later verse, praising the Lord and with a loud voice on high. Hi. Isn't that something? So that's why I say, praise him. God, God says he dwells in the what? Praises of his people. Mm-hmm. 
if if our father loves praise, that's just like Esther. Esther knew what the king wanted. All his other women, they, took, they were bathing and purifying themselves and everything. And, oh, I want gold, and I want to wear a silver necklace, and I want to wear perfume. And I want to, and, and they asked, Esther, they said, what do you, what do you, why, how come you don't have anything on? Why aren't you doing what the other women did? She said, I don't know what the king likes yet. She wants to find out what the king wants. And we're finding out what our father wants, what our king wants. Our king wants. See, praise, sing. If you, if you, the best time to sing is when you don't feel like singing. Because there's something that's trying. You ever hear a cat, got your tongue? There's a cat, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the best time to sing. See, praise. Oh, oh. Anybody want to say anything about 18, 19, and 20? No? Okay. And I noticed something else at the end of 20. He's telling them. Let me see something for a minute. Let me look. When God speaks, he uses his prophets. Amen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I do believe... I, I never proclaimed to know everything, but I believe ver- the verse 20b, when he's saying, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. They had prophets back in the day. Um, he's, he's letting them know. God speaks through his prophets. When it tells us up here, when it tells us when we first started out in verse um, 14, it says, thereupon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeel, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Notice it says, then upon Jehaziel, the son of so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so. So, then upon, now look, if I'm, if I'm wrong, please correct me. None of us are always right all the time, but what I'm seeing here is the inspiration of the Holy Spirit came upon this prophet. If you notice, it says he's a son of the, the Levites. He's a Levite. Levite were priests, okay? So God spoke through a man. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing this? Is it, don't agree if it's wrong. I mean, God spoke mm-hmm. through Jehaziel, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what it's looking like. Okay, so what he's telling us in verse 20b, uh, believe in the Lord. In other words, when Jehoshaphat told them, look, God spoke through his prophet and told you what to do. He said, fear not, I'm going to fight this battle. Now, can you imagine the people who didn't like Jehaziel, is that his name? Am I saying it right? Uh, nowadays, you have people that don't, well, I don't like him, and I'm, he's not really my favorite, but I guess I'll go listen to him on Sunday, you know. <laughs> so, you know, but this God was speaking to this man. So, and then he's telling you, believe the prophets of God. They're not lying to you. God's not a man that he should lie. And whatever words came out of this man's mouth, our prophet's mouth, believe him. And that's something. Well, how, how would you feel if a king told some people, a whole lot of people, uh, believe Judy because what, what just came out of her mouth is not a lie. God uses her. Believe Lexi. God uses her. So now the ball's in your court. Amen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. I wanted to say that. Believe in prophets. And then it says, what happens when you believe? 
prosperity comes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You want to be prosperous? Believe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also says that in Isaiah 7, verse 9, mm-hmm. if you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Uh-oh. Ooh. Okay. Isaiah, Isaiah 7, 7 9. 9. Isaiah 7, verse 9. That's good. That's the opposite. Isn't that something? Ooh. I never heard anybody uh, bring that up and say that. Isaiah, let me see, 7, 9. I want to mm-hmm. write that down. Because that you know, is that's, talk, it's so, telling you. Uh, yeah, it says, and the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Remaliah's son. And then Remaliah's it says, son. if ye if he will not believe, surely ye shall not be established. Isn't that mm-hmm. sure does. Isaiah 7, 9, I'm writing that in my Bible. That's, oh, that's good to know. How did you find that so fast, Judy? Uh, cross-reference. That's good. I have one of those books with the Bibles with the cross-reference down the middle. Well, Lord bless I was that just, I was just curious, because I looked at, um, you know, I looked at Second Chronicles 20, and it said Isaiah 7, verse 9, so I looked it up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. Miss Lex, you want to do your three? We're on 21, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing in praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Okay. Then we want see. Okay, in 21, after they had their little meeting, and Jehoshaphat hyped them up and was like, praise the Lord, they start singing. Were they walking when they were singing? Were they walking toward the place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went out before the army and said, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. They were singing. They were just jamming in the Lord. They were singing. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. So all they had to do was sing. Yeah. Is the Ammon or Ammon and Moab? They're those are the enemies, right? Yeah, both bad guys. Both of the bad guys went up against each other because of the praising. They praise the Lord. Hey, you know what this goes to show us? Worship, praise and worship it's precedes the, the battle. Mm-hmm. That's good. Praise and worship precedes the battle, and praise and worship confuses the enemy. Is that what you said, babe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise got them blessed. They didn't have to do anything but praise the Lord. God loves praise. He loves praise. If, if you have, if you have two, let's say you have two fourteen-year-old kids standing in front of you right now. Okay, two fourteen-year-old kids, boys. Let's say boys, and one is telling you how nice you look and how good you cook and how much his family loves you. And the other one is cussing you out with every word he can find. Which one will you give the cookie to? <laughs> you know, 
it's just that simple. God loves praise. I mean, we love it too. I mean, right? You want somebody to treat you nice. You want somebody to talk nice to you. Mm-hmm. God loves praise. Praise with joy. With praise comes joy. And obviously, after reading this, deliverance. And when they began to sing and praise, that means telling him what an awesome God he is at the same time you're singing. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. He is the king, right? Of kings. He is the Lord of lords. His name is Jesus. 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 Oh, I know you're just singing because I can hear you singing with me. Oh, what a mighty God. See, he likes that kind of stuff. Amen. See, I've made you happy and you like it. That's how he feels. Praise God. That's why he wants us to sing. Always sing. When somebody makes you mad, sing. When things aren't going right, sing something. Okay. Anybody else want to say anything about that? And I like the end of 23 where it says, everyone helped to destroy another. <laughs> when you praise the Lord, there can be, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to scare anybody or anything. You know, I'm not trying to, but let's say you're walking down the street and it could be, there could be 2,000 demons around you. You can't see them. Okay? And the enemy can faint, can be trying to set you up with something, set you up with failure. Uh, when you start praising and singing and praising the Lord, the enemies turn on themselves. It makes them argue with each other. They they begin to argue so bad. Because you know Satan always wants to be right and he wants to take over everything. Anyhow, he's got that spirit of manipulation. Anyhow, he's a spirit of manipulation. He's got it. He runs it. So while they think they're trying to get you, you're singing. What happened when David played and sang for Saul? You know, the Bible oh, says that, yeah, Saul calmed down. Music does calm the, I guess, the savage beast, so to say, <laughs> so, so to speak. Amen. All right. I do 24, 25, and 26, right? Yeah, we'll end it with, and when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked into the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, ooh my, um, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were, <laughs> I just got a thought, I'm sorry. And they were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. <laughs> I, I just have to say this before I read verse 26, is killing me. Think about it. When your enemies come up against you, they don't plan. Some, a lot of them don't plan. What fool is going to come up to fight you with precious jewels on? <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, when I'm reading this, that was hitting me. I was like, super abundance. I mean, they were just. They were just. You're, sometimes your enemy thinks they're slick, and what they don't realize is a lot of times, most of the time. I, I want to say most of the time they're delivering blessings to you. Most of your blessings can come from the enemy if you continue to sing and praise God. 
But anyhow, at verse 46 it says, And on the fourth day they assembled themselves in the valley of Berakah, uh, for they blessed, for there they blessed the Lord. See, make sure you remember him. Uh, what is that? Deuteronomy 8.18. When God makes you rich, don't ever forget him. Remember him always. Um, where was I at 26? Uh, therefore, the name of the same place was called the Valley of Berakah, Berak, I guess, until this day. So they named that place. I would like to find out. I, should, I wish I did that before Bible study. I'm sure it's a beautiful meaning. Um, but it's, it's crazy. Some, it means yeah, blessing. It means it means blessings. Mhm. Okay, I'm writing that down. I like to write this stuff in blessings. Okay, praise God. Valley of blessings, isn't that some? They got blessed so much it took them four days to gather the spoil. <laughs> Jesus, Amen. How many of you guys? Want, I want mine. You guys want yours? Oh yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'll read 27. It says, Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy. They went back with joy, for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. Okay, what did they have to do to win this battle? Praise God. Praise, sing and praise. They had to do mm-hmm. absolutely nothing but singing and praising. That's awesome. And even look in verse 28, it says, And they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets into the house of the Lord. Then they went to the house of the Lord and jammed, jammed some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They had a good old time. They was jamming in the sanctuary. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. And that is exactly what he will do for you. And verse 30 is even good. The more we read, the better he gets. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest round about. Do you want rest? Do you want rest? Sing and praise the Lord. And your your enemies will be killing each other. Your enemies will be knocking each other out all around you, and you won't even know what's happening. You'll just be just a singing. <laughs> singing. How do you say? Whistling Dixie. You know, singing and, and, and praising the Lord and talking stuff on your father that you love so much, just enjoying your relationship with him. And enemies all around you are going to be smacking each other in the head. That's awesome. Anybody else have anything you guys want to, did you notice anything? you want to add anything or? Nope. When you talk about singing in the face of danger, when we've had, you know, Florida has our thunderstorms every day. And at the beginning of our thunderstorm season, we were getting tornadic type thunderstorms. And every time they would say there was a tornado warning or there was severe thunderstorms, I would just start singing. I'd start singing, uh, truly it is God who loves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my shepherd, my stronghold, and in him I will always believe. And wow. every time, those those storms would go right around us. The, the tornadic storms would dissipate and they'd go right around us. <laughs> and every you time know what, people, people don't believe that, but it really, really happens. Yeah, yeah it does. Wow, awesome! That's all, like that storm that was coming your way. Uh, the la- that one Irene or whatever that thing was, na- whatever it was named. I can't Which think. One? The there, one? There's been several that have come this way, but 
you know, I, I just say I, I'm not accepting it all out. Yeah, um, I, I, I told everybody pray. I pray. I bound that thing in Jesus' name. I yep. bind you. It was supposed to be a, a hurricane. Remember Hurricane mm-hmm. Irene? I think it was Irene, wasn't yeah, it? It was Irene. Yeah, no, man, and I, I was bonding that in Jesus' name. I told everybody on Facebook and everything. I told Christians, and I know. I said, no, look, we need to be praying against this thing. And the next thing you yeah. know, it went down to a tropic storm or something, what they call it, thing? Yeah, tropical storm. Yeah, yeah. it went down. It did, Like you said, it didn't dissipate totally, but I, it, 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 going yeah. down, it, that's, that's much better. We need to realize the power that we have in God and quit playing around, quit listening to all them false prophets and all that other kind of junk that's been out there and read this Bible and know the power that we have in God. Yeah. When yeah, somebody says man. there's this weird storm coming, I say that's just God's words, or just man's words. It's not God's. There you we go. Have a, we have a tropical storm out there now, tropical storm Ophelia. They were predicting it was supposed to be a hurricane, and now they're saying it's not even going to be a minimal tropical storm by the end of the weekend. Mm, I bind her too. In yeah, Jesus' she's name, she's, she's dissipating. She's going north and getting out of here. They, mm-hmm. They've already said that. So, see, God is good. God can turn our enemies into EPS, like UPS, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. enemy partial service. <laughs> you know, He turns them into enemy <laughs> EPS, enemy partial service. He'll He'll have the goods delivered directly to you. The yeah. wealth of the wicked is for God's children. Amen. On that, um, Lex, would you like to pray us out? Thanks. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this meeting we've just had. Thank you for the knowledge you've instilled in us, Lord. And we thank you for letting us meet each other. And continue to lift us up, Lord. Continue to strengthen us day by day, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory, to God be the glory for the things he has done. God bless you all, and to all those who are listening, God bless you as well, and good night. Thanks.